0: Well, it's about that time for another information packed, powerful episode on Ready, Set, Real Estate. If you're new to me, I'm your host, Lisa Puerto, also known as Super Agent. I'm an active licensed real estate professional. I'm a national educator, award-winning author. I would say I'm an award-winning super agent is what's happening. Uh, I had the honor to be recognized for a special industry award this past weekend by the NARIP South Bay chapter organization. So I really want to say thank you and shout out to them for recognizing me as an industry professional and um, gosh, I don't have my word with me right now or I'd show it to you, but we'll get to that at some point in time. Listen up. If you're new to me or if you like what we're doing and you want to support the channel, I absolutely recommend that you become a law supporter for just $10 per month gives you access to our monthly real estate webinars. We have monthly educational rep webinars happen, happening every third Saturday of each month. And those are exclusives. All right. All right. All righty right. I just, um, I'm feeling really good today. Listen, I'm feeling really good. I am up from a nap. I was out prospecting today. I did say I was I'm an active real estate professional. So I was up, um, I was out prospecting and I should know the number in my mind, but I know I have a, a thousand pieces that I need to get out. And I will say that I got at least half of that amount. I'll be better next time. I'll have the number. I promise. And I talked about, uh, I did a live video and I was sharing if you're a industry professional and you're a newbie or veteran and you're feeling stuck and you need you know need to get that momentum going, especially around this time of January, coming off of the vacation of November, December, and then wanting to hit the ground running, one easy way just to get, get your head back in the game is just movement, just start moving. So if that just means just getting up and just passing out your business cards, passing out your flyers, Just get up and do that, and then you can go back to your regularly scheduled program if it's um, phone calls or whatever your program is. I encourage you. That's one great way just to get back, just to get back on it. If you're catching me on the live, say hi, say hello, drop a comment down below. Shout out to our radio podcast listeners who are tuning in from everywhere. Everywhere. When I look at the, the algorithm, I mean Germany, France. I'm gonna say France, Germany, uh, France, of course. International, international playa from the Himalaya. That's how that's how you guys have me feeling. <laughs> it's an old Martin Lawrence joke, right? Old Martin Lawrence joke. Okay, so I want to make sure I give announcements. Um, if you're a property owner or a beneficiary to an estate and you just need some support, I suggest learn more about the app property owners edu so check out propertyowners edu.com again i must say that this show is actually a proud supporter of real estate 100 youth foundation you can learn more at realestate100youth.org realestate100youth.org let me go ahead and drop that in the caption because i didn't have it as a banner so learn more at real estate, shout out to those of you who are catching us on YouTube live. All right, uh, we stream on YouTube live and Facebook Watch live, and also replay on radio, podcasts everywhere, including your favorite Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, Castbox, Spreaker. You get it. You get it. On and on and on. Right. Cool. 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 Uh, Let's see what else is happening. Webinars. Oh, uh, property owners, edu, please stay to the end of the show for our real estate word of the week. We do our real estate word of the week. You know how I feel about learning the language, learning the language. So you're more empowered to navigate this world. Right. So you are more empowered, power to navigate this world, Um, February. So if you're an industry professional and you're in the greater Los Angeles area, come hang with me. You are welcome to attend as my guest for free. The first one, your first Ready Set Real Estate Workshop is on me. So Facebook for newbies, personal versus branded page. Saturday, February. Excuse me, it's not Saturday. Uh, No, Saturday. No, that's actually a Thursday. I know that because I was recently looking at the calendar. So let's fix that. <laughs> Thursday, February 6th thursday february 6th at 10 a.m register on eventbrite all right feeling good feeling good feeling good i'm feeling pumped feeling pumped all right what you came here today to learn do you know what you came here to learn we're in season six can you believe that season six uh episodes going strong um i am lining up my guests you know as as we evolved the show, I started to change the format, which is fine. I used to have a guest on every single week, every single week. And I just found that that can be a little bit overwhelming because of how much content um, and how much information was being divulged. We nonetheless, great information for those of you who have been keeping up. All right. Um, season six, episode 10 is what I'm saying. When do you get the keys? Funding and recording is what I'll say. The answer is at funding and recording. When do you get the keys at funding and recording? All right. Let's talk about this a bit. Let's get in this real quick. Okay. By the way, sips. I now I could do my Sips Tea here. Sips Tea. Won't tell you what I'm sipping, but I totally think you should grab your Ready Set Real Estate mug. All right. Check out our store. Listen, grab your merch, grab your merch, grab your merch. If you're listening to me on a radio podcast, listen. The 15 ounce custom Ready Set Real Estate mug is now available. Check us out at gum. Gumroad.com slash Ready Set Real Estate. Or if you can't remember that, just type in LASuperagent.com. It'll take you directly to our online shop, okay? LASuperagent.com, we'll take you directly there. I'm thirsty because I just woke up. I'm telling you, I was knocked out, y'all. I was pounding the pavements, 10 toes to the concrete. And for the first time I got like really tired because I did an entire, I, more than a couple blocks. I mean, two major streets is what I hit, all the properties in between so i'm really cheering myself on Woo! woo we did that all right let's talk about this uh you know for the most part i've heard various stories i've heard people tell me about when they signed the loan docs after they signed their loan docs they went and got their key they went and they wanted to go (laughs) to the house and you know didn't realize people were still there no listen Time out. Time out. You do. You're not the homeowner after you the day you sign the loan docs. No, that does not make you the homeowner at that point in time. That's not how it works. It's not how it works. Loan docs. So for those of you who are purchasing for the first time or those of you are homeowners, think about the time. Think back when the time when you first purchased, Um, and, and this is with the exception of those who inherited property. Okay. So you guys doesn't, doesn't relate to you. This, this, this today's episode is not going to be around when you inherited property, although that's a good topic. And I'm going to make a note to myself. I'm going to make a note to myself. Oh gosh, it's a great one. Um, inherited property. So I'm going to talk about, uh, what to do what to do when you inherit property. So I'm I'm actually gonna open a quick word note. You see, the you know, show topics and ideas come to me. That's how it comes to me. I'm not laying out what the show topic is for the entire week because I have already met. Ma- I can, but sometimes I like to talk about what's really relevant. And uh, that'll change from time to time and you know what's happening in the industry overall and what's happening economically. So let me make a note here for next show. I still have not forgotten that we are going to do condos, the HOA part two, because the condo segment where we talked about condos and HOA is part one was really um, a lot of goodies, a lot of real estate gems packed into that. And there was more that we could expound on. So I will bring that back. As a matter of fact, we'll do it next week. Um, promise. We'll do condos, HOAs part two uh, for that segment so that we can continue to expound on that conversation. Okay. Uh, so, but right now I'm going to make a note for next time or the next available episode. We'll talk about um, what to do once you inherit uh, property. All right. So that's a good one. So that's a good one. We'll talk about that one next time. But tonight I wanted to you know, make an exception. I'm going to say make an exception. I wanted to make sure we distinguish our two groups. So not referring to those who inherit property, because when you get the keys, it's going to be different for those of you who are purchasing um, my first timers, my first time buyers. And for those of you who are financing. Right. That means, you know, utilizing a loan, uh, And even those of you who uh, pay cash as well, when do you get the keys? When are you actually able to move in? And so today's topic is going to be revolving around this thing we call liability and risk. Liability and risk that surrounds moving in once you move in or once you sign loan docs. So let's go back real quick at the time that you've completed your inspections now you are scheduled for loan docs you've gotten the heads up from your lender that says clear to close woohoo CC right clear to close and what that means is now they've go they will go ahead and prepare the loan docs escrow or settlement will prepare your loan docs have a notary uh, either come meet with you or you will do your loan doc signing at escrow or the settlement office and I say escrow or settlement depending what part of the world you're in some use settlement services handled through a title attorney and that's done sometimes that's done with both the buyer and the seller present sometimes that's done with both the buyer and seller present escrow services typically done with just one party and that's usually the buyer the buyer signing their set of documents the seller has already met with the escrow officers or may have submitted their escrow packet way before um, you got to the point where you are now which is at loan signing So you say to me, Lisa, well, I've signed my loan documents and they told me that my interest starts the day I sign my loan docs. Right. The the interest starts the day I I sign my loan docs. So you're thinking, why am I paying interest on a property that I don't have the keys? Who would do that? Listen, that's how it works in the banking world, which is really interesting, which is why this thing you get a full disclaimer um, from the loan officer or the mortgage bankers when, when they say if you fall If you sign your docs and it falls on a holiday and they're unable to um, fund and record, you'll be essentially charged the interest for that day. um, Even though you're not technically the owner yet, that's why that's a a very, um, very sensitive time. Now, what's interesting, I don't, I think I've only had one client agree to not fund during that sticky time of falling on a holiday, right? It's, um, and it has to roll over to the next business day. They don't want to pay for the interest through the weekend and through that holiday. Uh, They don't want to be charged for that interest, which means you'll fund the next following day, et cetera. And the program moves accordingly, but here's what happens. Okay. You will sign your loan docs those documents and this is what you don't see behind the scenes right and for those of you you may have anywhere from um, a packet of 100 documents 80 to 100 documents to 200 documents depending whether you're signing um, conventional or conforming loan versus a fha insured loan fha insured loans will have more documents because um, there's a lot more fha language that is embedded in those documents Um, so what you will then see is that packet is then going to be sent back to the escrow office or settlement. They're going to then scrub it. They may call it something else, but I consider scrubbing it. Right. So basically, what does that mean? They're going to review, make sure all the I's are all the eyes are dotted, all the T's are crossed. Everything's initial dated. They have all the documents they need. And then those documents are dispersed to their respective parties, meaning some go to the lender some will go to title and that's again because we are talking about this period called funding and recording who is responsible for funding not you you have a portion of a balance that they have asked you to bring which could be the remaining balance of the down payment plus your closing costs minus any seller concessions we call credits or any um, seller any concessions that were given to you during a transaction. I have done, I have given buyer concessions. I have given buyer credits just to help the deal get through or just to help my clients because um, sometimes they only have down payment and I help where I can. So usually, and we talked about that. I won't talk about that here because we've talked about how to use seller, um, how to use concessions and how to use credits to really move your deal forward, especially when you are short on money. Okay, we've talked about that in the past on one of our webinars. Make sure you tune into that. All right. So I'm drinking orange juice and I just woke up and it tastes fantastic. I just woke up and it tastes fantastic. (laughs) Okay. So as we talk about the funding aspect of it, this is preparing you. to get to the finish line. You're at the 90-yard line. I mean, really close to actually. You're now at like you're at kickoff right now. And again, football, the the analogy of football keeps coming up. Um right, Super Bowl's happening this weekend. And so, I was on I was a guest on another show this past uh, last Friday. I was a guest on another show and I did the same thing. I was, I brought up the analogy of football and I was like, I don't know why football keeps coming up as an example, but I, I think of it in terms of we're doing this as a team effort, moving you, inching you along the way each quarter, each yard line. And so when you get to funding and recording, yo, we're talking about we're we're at the kickoff and you, you, you know, you're, you're vying for that three points, right? You're vying for the three points where it's good, So once we hear that it's funding, right, it's funded, and that means everything went through, all the respective documents have gone to the right parties, they're good to go with it. What happens is is they order the wire, escrow is going to order the wire, Um, title company will set up for for the wire because that money is being handled by title. It's so funny because, um, you know, in this business, you don't, there's so many moving parts and players you don't really realize how significant some of those players are. And I've said this in, in the past, the most powerful person, and if you're listening to this and you, you get this today, the most powerful player in this business is not the agent, is not the broker, is not the lender, is not the escrow company. It is a title officer. The title company is so significant because they are dealing with the funds And they are dealing with the documents that records new buyer transfer from seller to new buyer, powerful. And depending on how they scrutinize what we call the statement of information on both sides, that means essentially they're going to do some homework on you, Mr. Miss buyer, Mr. Miss seller, they're going to do some homework on you to see if you own any liens, anything in the past that comes up. And I've said this before, that stuff will show up, can show up, and it can put a wrench right in your deal at the 11th hour. It absolutely can. If something comes up, as a matter of fact, I know this happened literally three weeks ago on a case I'm following. And um, this is the property that... uh, had a lease pendants recorded on it. They got into escrow. And um, our attorney had called us about the escrow company saying, hey, and I I could imagine how this happened. And it's I could imagine how it sucked for everyone, right? The listing agent, the buyer's agent, the buyer and the seller. We recorded a a lease pendants on the property. And this happened, of course, after they rehab the property and whatnot, the lease pendants got recorded. They got into escrow. The lien pops up shows that we have a litigation against the seller and we have a lien recorded against the property. Everyone freaks out and goes, what? What's going on here? Right? What's going on here? You need to get this removed. Nah, it doesn't work like that. (laughs) No, the way that works is now I have your attention. Now that I have your attention, you've got to deal with me. That's how it works. So um, for and for example, um, I know for a fact it killed the escrow. It killed the deal because uh, there's no way the buyer wanted to wait until the litigation uh, was ironed out or until the settlement happened or whatever the process is. Most buyers are not going to want to stick around and deal with that. Why? Because that responsibility falls on the seller to deliver the property free and clear, free and clear. So that goes back to me sharing powerful people in this game, title companies, good title companies, by the way. I had an experience with an escrow with a title company that um, honestly uh, was lazy. The title officer was lazy and not wanting to do what was uh, really their responsibility. It was their responsibility to get something removed. Um, because uh, you know, the seller had a CCNR, uh, covenants conditions and restrictions recorded on the property that actually should have been removed at the time they bought it. Um, he should have took care of that, but did not right. Most people are, especially if you investors, you buying up these properties, listen, You need to be looking at those prelims. You'd be looking at those title reports, what's recorded on that property because you're now responsible for it. And so essentially the title officer in this, in that particular uh, transaction um, was one of my first experiences. I've worked with really good title officers. This one, not so good. And so I encourage you that if you have a position and you have a stance, it's okay to be wrong because you might find find out that you're right don't be afraid to be wrong is what i want to say don't be afraid to be wrong and ask the question challenge other people on things that you see or things that you may not understand challenge them so don't be afraid to be wrong because you might find out that you're in fact right and they're the one that's wrong don't let titles afraid you make you afraid don't let titles make you afraid how are we feeling about this so far for those of you who are tuning in go ahead and Uh, drop a thumbs up or give me a 100 in the comments below let me know if this is resonating if this makes sense are you taking notes you know I come on every Wednesday and give you free game free real estate game I'm like what is that at the bottom of my cup that's cool it's a little stamp all right moving along so now that we have funding set up right the wire set up, money's um, uh, being wired. Everyone's confirmed they have it. Woohoo, we have the money, right? The next step, to, 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 to. you as a buyer are not the owner yet. No, mm-mm. no, no. You're not the owner yet. You are not allowed to get the keys yet. No. And release of the keys becomes a liability that becomes a liability. If you say, "Hey, I got to, you know, the the timing cuz yes, no one can perfectly time escrow. Sometimes we finish early, sometimes we finish after the estimated close of escrow date, the estimated settlement date. Um it's rare that we hit it right on the head and you can plan your life so perfectly around that date, but it is an estimated time frame. Things do happen, there's a lot of moving parts. With that being said, you don't get the keys yet. And I've had clients in the past say, "Well, Can, can I just, you know, can, can, you know, can we just, can we, can we just get the keys? No, I can't release the key. I got to check with the seller and you guys will have to deal with the liability revolved around that. Right. And so what liability are you exposing yourself to? Damaging a property that is not yet into your name and you not having insurance coverage for that time. It is still in the name of the seller. They are still the owner until the last part, right? Until the last part is, I would say the kickoff is would be the last part, that three point. So we scored the touchdown and funding touchdown. Whoa, everybody's going crazy. Woo, touchdown. And then you get the field goal, right? You get to do the, the field goal. That would be the recording part um, to make sure that we nailed it correctly. The transfer between seller and buyer is officially completed. So the seller would have completed a a, a transfer and transferring their property into your name as the new owner, as the uh, new owner of that property. Title will need those documents recorded at the county registrar's office. That has to be recorded. So that gets set up. Escrow will set that up, title, and they will work that out get that set up and get that filed at the county registrar's office. They There are things called special recordings where you can do loan doc, oh, timing. Let's talk about timing. Signing loan docs and recording typically happens 24 hours between each other. You sign today, you're gonna record tomorrow. Special recordings can happen same day as loan doc signing, everything. I mean, everything gets accelerated. And if for whatever reason you need that happen to happen, um, you've got to work with the team and see if it's available, what are the conditions in which they would do special recording where everything happens same same day, simultaneously and rapidly. Um, I have had a transaction where we did a special recording, but that was what we call a close concurrent, which means three properties were sold concurrently. So house A was sold, then B, Was sold because we needed the money from house a to buy house B and B needed the money from house a to buy house C That was a triple close concurrent. I made that up, but they're called close concurrent I say triple because that was three houses that needed to be closed back to back to back phenomenal agents that I work with um, actually that Did a great job. We did a great job to get that done so That in that instance, we did a special recording, as you can see how complicated that could be. But timing was very important because, you know, these there's people, there's families involved that had to move. And so that had to be set set up properly. All right. So once recording happens and you get confirmation recording, escrow is going to call or alert the agents. Some title reps will call you personally. Appreciate working with my title reps because they'll call me they'll say, congratulations, congratulations. You, you've you been confirmed, right? So confirmation of recording, when you hear you've been confirmed, that means your recording has been confirmed at the registrar's office. Everything has gone through, you're all set, right? Then everybody can go, whoo, deep breaths, right? Breathe with me, breathe, deep breath. Woo now you can pop bottles and do all that extra stuff, right? Because now, as the uh, broker professionals or the agents involved, they now can release the keys to you. However, wait, there's a caveat about when you actually take possession as a buyer. There's a difference between close of escrow and possession. You say to me, Lisa, wait a minute. I mean, you this is this is some trickery. This is some trickery is some trickery, no trickery. Very important that you understand your contract. What does your purchase agreement says? What does the contract says? Does the contract say that you will get possession at the time of close of escrow, or does it say you will take possession plus one, plus two, plus three days close of escrow, maybe plus six days close of escrow does it say you will take possession because you might be doing a lease back to the owner so they have time to find a replacement property then you take possession Mm, you see how this just got complicated i think i think it just got juicy really that's when it gets juicy pay attention to your purchase agreement and i oftentimes I've heard people get this confused. I am very clear with my clients when we are timing possession. Of course, if the property is vacant. Absolutely. Possession and keys and all that is released to you at the time of close of escrow because it's vacant. But when there's people there, it's very rare. Sometimes they do move the day before, right? Or sometimes they're going to ask for one day plus one day because they want those phones wired into their account and they have funds to move. Sometimes people need money to move and relocate and that may just be a day or two or three days again liability. Liability cuz now you're the owner, they're the owner and there's that that fine window between liability, making sure they're not damaging the property upon moving out and all that extra stuff, right? So looking, you know, paying attention those to those things is important. As industry professionals, it is important for us that we are being mindful about when we're timing close of escrow and possession and releasing keys, because that can expose us to liabilities as as well. All right. With that being said, um, John says, Hey, John, John says, thanks sis. Look forward to networking with you. Absolutely. John, when is this going to happen? When is this happening? John, (laughs) will you be at the um, uh, just which, which event? Which event? Let me know. But I'm here. I'm here. So with that being said, I want to make sure that we're clear on three things. When do you get the keys? Funding has to happen. Recording has to happen. And then you should be checking when possession happens. And possession is determined by your purchase contract. What does it say in the purchase agreement? Because you could be on the other side if you're an owner, seller, and you may need additional time before releasing possession. You can confirm recording today, but you may not give up possession into 30 days later to the new owner, which means now you are a leaseback tenant. And all that stipulation has to be ironed out, right? The terms and conditions around that has to be ironed out. Just know, that these things are important. So funding, recording, and possession all need to happen before you actually get the keys. All right, good stuff. Okay, let's get ready to wrap this up. I'm so happy that we kept this as a short short show today. Short show. Let's do our word of the week. Word of the week, folks is automatic homestead automatic homestead now for those of you who may not have had your homestead recorded you are able to record your homestead for free can go on the county recorder's office and what this does is it reduces your property tax by i think it's 80 bucks about $80, it's gone. I think it was like 60, 70. I think right now it's like $80. And with that, by the way, take advantage of that. I mean, I've heard people say, oh, it's not much of a savings, but come on now, 80 bucks on your property tax. It is a savings, it's something. Don't be that way, don't be that way. Homestead, uh, automatic homestead is the dollar amount of equity a home in a homeowner's primary, very important primary dwelling, which means your primary residence, is what qualifies qualifies you for the automatic automatic homestead exemption. So this is the dollar amount of equity in a homeowner's primary dwelling the homeowner is exempt from exempt from who creditor seizure, meaning there is a dollar amount that gets exempt from creditors coming after you in terms of lawsuits, right? Filing lawsuits and liens against you. There is a dollar amount that gets protected in your equity. So in other words, if someone's coming after you and they're like literally trying to bankrupt you by recording uh, a lien against your property, you will be protected. There's a dollar amount that you'll be protected. I don't wanna quote that dollar amount now because if someone watches the show In the future that dollar amount may go up or down you know things are always changing in the real estate industry so just check with your local um, tax assessor's office and county registrar's office uh the form typically says what that dollar amount is it says up to a certain amount um but it is something um anywhere between uh, as of 2020 ten thousand dollars that gets um exempt from the home that gets exempt from credit or seizure right so, of your equity, meaning they're not—they won't have rights to wiping out all of your equity, and you'll be left with anything um, or with nothing. Say it that way. You instead you have an amount that is that remains protected when you file when you have this homestead exemption. So, automatic homestead exemption, also known as a statutory homestead exemption. Good stuff. Good stuff. Say yes. Press one. Yes. Press two. If you've shared today's episode, press one. If you found this information helpful, press two. If you share this episode, please hashtag replay. If you're catching us on the replay, it's OK. It's a late Wednesday night. Like I said, I woke up from a nap because I was out there every day. I'm hustling every day. No, I'm not hustling. I love what I'm doing. I'm working. I'm working. Someone asked me today if I could do anything, if I could become anyone, who would that be? And I said, me. There is no one else that I would rather be than myself. He said, no, no, no. Let me ask you again. If you could become anyone or do anything, what would that be? I said, me. I said, I absolutely love what I do. That's the difference when you know that you're in your purpose, you're in line with your walk and your journey and your mission. Life is so much clearer. I get so much joy, I get so much peace, I get so much excitement about doing things like this. And um, I thank you all for supporting me and tuning in. With that I say, we're gonna get ready to wrap this show up. Make sure you become a loyal supporter for just 10 bucks a month and gain access to our exclusive monthly webinars and learn more about what we've got going on a monthly, on a monthly basis. Learn about what we have going. All right, you guys. Have a fantastic and productive week. I will see you next week as we continue this information powerful pat series on ready set real estate. Bye. mm mm-hmm.